0: This episode of Disney Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Christmas to theater to Disney, parenting and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked Countdown podcasts in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and dreamers of all ages, welcome to the Disney Countdown Show. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor.
1: Hello and welcome to the bonus episode of The Disney Miss. I am, of course, Megan the Magical Millennial, and joining me today is the lovely and wonderful Dapper Danielle. How are you doing today, Danielle?
2: I'm doing great because I love that this is the episode that's stressing out our producer, Danny, because we went ahead and said, hey, can we just go ahead and give everybody the freebie bonus episode so they can just get a little tasting of what we talk about in these bonuses and what everybody else is missing out. so um Uh, So
1: thanks again, Danny. Shout out to you for letting us do this. This is great. (laughs) Thank you to our producers. Surprise, surprise. We just announced it last minute and it's happening. So yes, this is for everyone to see our bonus content that we do. And very exciting. It's a season of giving. So we just thought, why not give you all a taste into what we do behind, a little bit more behind the scenes, okay? Um, so I'm super excited. We
2: need to explain it a little bit better, Megan, about these bonus episodes, right? Because the Patreon family, we talk a lot about the Patreon family, they get access to these bonus episodes, but they also get little extra stuff. So they get like stickers and postcards, those little goodies. Mm -hmm. But you can still access the bonus episodes if you pay for it through Apple or through Spotify. Uh, You don't have to be part of the Patreon. So you can choose if you want just the one, if you want both it's up to you boo you do you stay in your lane
1: yes so plenty of options you have the options (laughs) Mm -hmm. plenty of options we love options we love choices so yes yes, great point. you are you can access it access the bonus content in multiple ways but we do have extra goodies if you join the patreon fam so that's good clarification I did get a message,
2: actually, right before we started filming this bonus
1: episode. And it's
2: in reference to one of our older bonus episodes we did. It oh was the gosh. one where uh, our other producer, Chris, took apart all the snippets and tidbits and collided them together into one big episode. Yes. Mostly containing a lot of my rants.
1: but <laughs> Which we love.
2: <laughs> and in one of the rants, I went into a little more detail about my number 10 option of the of the Disney Dome right yes and yeah. how it affects like oh people think that the the dome affects the weather and all this other stuff well in that in that bonus episode if you go was it just one back maybe it was two back but two back, yeah mm-hmm. two back then uh in that episode i was giving in detail my cast member story of how i convinced a guest about it right yes well yep. <laughs> one of my followers on instagram uh, who's named uh, void scarlet That's her at on Instagram Mm -hmm. is so I just finished the last episode. Spoiler alert. I loved it. And your number 10 reminded me of your Disney dome story in the outtakes bonus episode. And I listened to the podcast at work. Now she puts in parentheses. I work at the kitchen at a daycare. So I'm typically by myself. Mm. and i started cackling so hard when i heard the story last week that my coworker came running down the hall to check on me to make sure i was okay and <laughs> i have since shown it to three different family members also disney fans who all loved it and particularly laughed uncontrollably oh my so gosh. I am honored that you loved my random little story so much. So shout out to a shout shout out to her. So thank you so much. We really appreciate it.
1: You caused a cackling laugh, Danielle. That is impressive. I am. Oh, that makes my heart so happy. I love I love when you just uncontrollable laughter is one of the best things ever. And especially when it's like loud enough for everyone to hear. I, and what's funny is I didn't even think it's, it's my story, and I didn't think it was that funny. But I, I'm
2: so happy y'all were amused by it too.
1: <laughs> I'm, the, I was impressed. I was impressed by it. I was like, dang, like you really uh, had yeah. them convinced. And you went along with it. And it's acting great. skills. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I, I love that. Oh, my gosh. Well, that's so awesome. Oh, my God. What a great message.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, I think I, I'm excited for everybody to hear the myths and legends and everything in between that didn't make it into our top 10 for this bonus episode. So I have some interesting ones. I, too, do I do too, actually. I do too.
1: I yes, I did a little bit of a deeper dive for this one, and there's actually one in my list that I kind of overlooked and forgot about that I wish I put in my top ten. So I have a okay. little bit of regret there, but I'm it's it's a good one. It's a it's a little bit of a an on theme. For the for halloween so i'm excited
2: see y'all when when we make these lists right so we go through our top 10 first we do so we do starting from 10 through one and then we do these bonus episodes after we film those other two so yes afterwards we go back and we're like oh my gosh we missed things maybe yeah. these should have been in other spots maybe we should have moved these around so these are the honorable mentions that maybe we could have put higher up but we we just didn't for multiple reasons or like Megan you just said you forgot about yeah. yours
1: <laughs> yeah no I I definitely I I I know I did that with sidekicks, too. I think there was one in my 11 yes. through 15 that I would have put in top 10. So that does happen. Like, retroactively, I'm like, oh, shoot. I just, my brain just yeah, – I had a brain fart, and I I completely missed that. So, um, yeah. But I, I, I'm looking forward to sharing. This is going to be good. And I'm actually very excited to hear yours, Danielle, as I was with your 1 through 10. So. Before I get into my
2: top 10, I do have some news I need to share with you. Because sometimes we'll we'll throw in those little random tidbits also into the bonus episodes, right? Yep, yep. Some some breaking, breaking news. Girl, this is breaking, breaking news. Like, breaking. <laughs> I, it just happened last night. That's how breaking, breaking this is. Ooh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone gathered around wherever you're listening to your podcast bonus episodes. I would like to announce that the Dapper Danielle has officially booked out her flights and will be at Disneyland for Dapper Day on November, uh, what is the date? 12th? 12th. 12th? So I will Yay! be... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i have been teasing at this for so many episodes and it, it's official it's officially happening now she's
1: coming to the west coast we've been talking about it for well, how many episodes now like six seven more than since that the beginning of the season since, since, since the first one <laughs> we're like didn't know we you're coming I over think so i think I so kept, yeah <laughs> i kept hoping to have like oh this would be so great to go out there Right, because we've known about Dapper Day for a while. And we know that you need to go on Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway to see the queue. That was a that was a major one. So. Uh, yeah it's been happening It's been talked about for a while I'm so happy it's finally happening I've been Danielle's coming back along.
2: Yeah <laughs> I finally got confirmation I got the flight booked I'm going out there we, We're going to have a great time I'm excited I just to be all so. dapper And holiday, holiday and festive This will be my first time in Disneyland When the holiday experiences Are in full, full out there They're not just slowly being put up and decorated It's going to be full blown Christmas And I am so excited
1: Yes, yes. I think the last time you were here, it was, was it, no. Literally the, the week before. Br- right before <laughs> the holidays. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So now it's it's officially holidays when you're here and I'm oh, just thinking about it. It makes me like so excited. I'm like So
2: Megan, you're going to have oh, to tell me where all the holiday
1: churros are ahead of time and we oh my will my have to you. game plan. I got you. We're going to map it out. We're going to just hit all the churro cards in the proper order. This is going to be so exciting. Oh, so exciting. Uh, so excited oh, we're gonna dress up uh, uh speaking
2: of proper order i think we should probably jump back into the main focus of what we were actually doing here oh okay, yeah yeah that's what we were talking about okay okay back so to, to our, our subject,
1: subject. <laughs> it's okay
2: <laughs> okay 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 anyway again if you are uh if you have not listened to the last episode go ahead and go back listen to that one and then come back and re-listen to the end of our uh our additional ones that did not make our list. So I'm going to go ahead and recap my 10 through one so that we guys can remember a little bit, a little quick refresher. So my number 10, I just said a moment ago, was the Disney Dome. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows about that legend and that myth. Number nine was the myth that the Walt Disney World castle retracts into the ground for a hurricane. Number eight was that the Walt Disney World castle in the 70s and 80s was a missile silo. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, number seven is that George the Ghost haunts the Pirates of the Caribbean here at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Number six is that uh, cre- uh, bringing your ashes uh, of your cremated loved ones to Walt Disney World is okay. It is not okay. Don't do that. Thank you. For, yeah, don't do that. Don't. It's, it's so messy. So messy. They- <laughs> me and me and Megan triggered. Can't do it. <laughs> Uh, my number five was the myth of the missing buzzy animatronic from the wonders of life pavilion at cranium command mm-hmm. number four was the legend that there might possibly be a car in the lake of the caribbean beach resort here at walt disney world which still kind of freaks yeah. me out the more that i think about it you know, know it. <laughs> yeah. that one was crazy that one was, I, I got more that's going to be coming in the bonus episode oh, here, Megan. It's, okay. I, it's ooh, anyway, I don't want to spoil nothing. Okay. Number three was that Walt Disney's island was supposed to be built over there between Contemporary and the Wilderness Lodge, that little island, not Discovery Island, the other smaller one, because there is a power box out there. So the legend and myth is that that island was supposed to be a private island for the Disney family before he passed. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number two was that there is a bounty for Madame Leota's head on the black market, varying anywhere between two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to much, much more. That's crazy. <laughs> so crazy. On a mansion, y'all. <laughs> <It's> Guys, crazy.
1: <laughs> like, what? Oh my god.
2: And number one is a myth. However, it is very much a true myth that is observed by the cast members over there at the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion that they have to pet the crow when they walk the track in the very beginning of the morning to make sure that the ride is still operational for the rest of the day. So that that is my 10 through one.
1: All right. All right. Love the list, love that list. Let's go. Let's see. All right, so my 10 through 1. Um, I'm sorry, can I interrupt you while I do mine? No, 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 before but, we get into 15. Okay, I had to take a breather after all that because I was like, oh,
2: the craziness. Okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> oh man, okay, well, happy to um provide a little break for you. Oh, so, yes, you. um, my number 10 was uh, the the fact that a, a quote is attributed to walt disney but it's not actually walt disney's quote it's if you can dream it you can do it and that was actually from a mr tom fitzgerald that uh, coined that term not walt disney even though it's a lot of people think so um the number nine was the pirate skulls and and the pirates bones that are in Pirates of the caribbean at disneyland uh yes real bones were used uh early on when the ride first opened but they have since been replaced by fake ones um except Apparently, there's still a real skull above the headboard in the bedroom scene where the piano's playing and everything, and that has yet to be like really confirmed. Because again, I don't know if that's still if that's true or not. Um, Disney, and then my number eight was the Disney Dome. Danielle's number ten. Yep. That we can control that according to the weather, but that doesn't exist. So um and then number seven um is that walt disney is frozen under the castle uh no no he is not he is um resting peacefully in a Mm -hmm. in the cemetery and then uh number six the castle can be dismantled in case of a hurricane this was a cinderella's castle over in disney world and that is not true it cannot um Number five, cast members can't tell you no. That is absolutely false. They can tell you no, and they should tell you no if you're acting like a dummy. Mm -hmm. Um, Number four is that there are real graves and real uh, bodies at the Haunted Mansion in Disneyland, and that is not the case. Everything is fake, so don't worry about that. Um, number three was, oh, I lose my track. Okay. Uh, oh, Toy Story characters fall to the ground when you say Andy's coming. And that is also not the case. That was a meme that came up, I believe in the 2010s or some, somewhere around there. And, um, that gained a lot of traction on social media, uh, comes back from time to time, but please don't do that. You'll look like a fool because no, they will not fall to the ground. Um, number two is that the turkey leg is actually emu meat. Uh, and it's not. Trust me, it's just a big... It is turkey. So, um, it's a big that, old that's, turkey. But, it's a big old turkey. That's been going around a while that it's email, but it's it's not. So um, <laughs> don't worry about that either. And then number one is that uh, there have been no deaths at Disneyland, and that is certainly not true. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about them, but people have lost their lives at Disneyland. Um, and that's why we have all safety measures in place now to, to keep that from happening and keep from people getting hurt. So... Um, there you go. That's my one through 10 right there. I don't know about your, your, your 15 through 11, Megan, but
2: for mine is a little bit of like the practicality myth side. But also I have two in particular that are stemmed in like one is actually a fact, but there's a myth associated with it. So I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. It's going to no, take like me a it. second to kind of talk about it, but for one in particular, it it's going to be a lot, but <clears throat> would, do you want me to go ahead and jump into my 15? Let's do it. Let's hear your number 15. Okay. This one is more so an issue over here at Walt Disney world. I don't know if they really have this issue over in Disneyland, but mm. um, I actually have on firsthand account that so many of the Walt Disney world guests believe that there are no live animals on walt disney world property
1: and that if you see them they are animatronics everywhere i've so i've totally heard that and actually i think that might be true for disneyland as well that like some of the like ducks are animatronics or like the the live they think animals they're planted there they think they're planted exactly yes i have heard that mm-hmm that's so funny. I can, so I can funny. guarantee.
2: And I think, I think the bear <clears throat> situation that happened over in magic kingdom, not too long ago, really brought this forward of like, no guys, there is real li- wildlife here in Florida. We have these real mm-hmm. animals and they do pose a threat. If they are, if they're where they're not supposed to be. And if you see a little alligator head popping up over there in the retention pond over near your resort, don't let your kid go towards it because nope. it's real. It is yep. very much an alligator. Um, Um, Yeah, it's just unfortunate and so a lot of times we will see animals or like even and this can be snakes it can be lizards we got a lot of lizards down here y'all like Mm i mm, yeah so if you're someone that's not from a southern climate where you are not accustomed to lizards running all over the place they think it's either like an insect or whatever or they're just like oh no it's fake look at it go touch it no don't go touch the thing don't don't touch the thing just put that thing back where it came from or so help me that's that's what it is
1: Yep. Yeah. Florida is home to many a, uh, little ominous creature. So, um, and Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World is, you know, it's not really fenced up by anything. It's just open swampland. So things make their way in and they are real. Uh, yeah. So definitely watch out for those. I am a big the fan.
2: Australia of America.
1: You really are the Australia <laughs> of America. I'm a big fan of snakes. I can do snakes. Um, obviously, if they're like at all venomous or they're dangerous to humans, stay away. Um, I can't handle bugs. I don't do bugs. Um, and obviously Have I ever told you about the alligator tick? I'm sorry. What? There's a tick.
2: <gasps> Should I tell you about the alligator tick that's here? Okay, Wait. do you, do you want to know? It's gonna, it might make you a little squeamish.
1: There's two, there's an alligator and a tick and they, 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 they combined them? Or there's, no. is it's just a name? Is, is it's it's it the name a, for a, a giant name. tick? Oh God. Yes. Oh God. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: I'm ready. Y'all. Okay. I I will tell you briefly about this because I had a deal with them when I was a cast member at Walt Disney World in the (laughs) recreation department, okay? So, here is your story time. The alligator tick, as it's lovingly nicknamed here in Central Florida, is this giant beetly bug that can actually grow up to be the size of your hand. Not the palm, the full-on hand, right? How?
1: How? No. Right? So, that's
2: why it's a tick that could be seen on an alligator, right? So, like, how a little tiny tick would be on a bug? No, this is an alligator-sized tick. That's how it got its nickname. Ew. And these ticks have giant pincers on the top of them. And these pincers, what they do is that they, they're, these little bugs swim around in fresh water. So they go swim in and then they latch onto small fish with their little pincers. And the, through their pincers, they then release a chemical enzyme that actually will dissolve the muscle tissue within the fish. So that way through their little hole that they create, they actually will drink up the muscle tissue like soup ew so it'll like liquefy your muscles oh my god so the issue is is that these bugs are attracted to at night bodies of water that are lit so a pool that has lights on at night next to a body of fresh water where there is easy access from like a lake they can crawl up and they like to go hang out over near the pools to see if there's little other uh little other bug friends Right? Oh my god. So our job in recreation was to double check around and make sure these little beetley bugs weren't getting over into the water, especially the really big ones. Because if they will mistake guest toes for fish. Oh. And if they latch on to your foot for too long and release too much of the chemical enzyme, it can destroy the muscle tissue in your foot. That is horrifying.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Wow. This is why people listen to the bonus episodes because these are where I can go on these random tangents. <laughs> this is this is what you get in the bonus episode. This is this is hardcore Florida facts right here about bugs. They
2: have they have different names and they come in different varying sizes throughout the south down here, but that
1: is just what we what we lovingly call them here in Central Florida. All right, y'all, well, if that doesn't convince you that you should not go near anything that looks living in Florida, I don't know what to tell you because that is mm. My nightmare. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah. He be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: sorry, Megan. I was kind okay. of worried.
1: like, I'm glad you oh, warned me.
2: You're going to be baby. texting me later being like, Danielle, I just had a nightmare about this gator tick thing.
1: <laughs> I might. I might. Honestly, any, I don't go near any body of water because of my fear of alligators in Florida. But now I know for sure any lighted body of water. I will never be going near. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, certain seasons is when it's worse, but yeah, eh. probably safe better safe than sorry better safe than losing my foot okay yeah. um <laughs> do you have a better uh, one? <laughs> Oh my god i don't i don't think so i don't i don't know mine was a little more just like uh what do i have oh yeah um mine was it is from florida actually i have a few more florida <laughs> no surprise in in this one but um it's about cinderella's uh castle suite uh some people think that you can like purchase a a night in Cinderella's castle and that is not possible even Mariah Carey herself has tried and they have said no so um that is something special that they reserve for I don't even know if they re- really reserve it for anything it's just like really like very special events giveaways. Um, giveaways contests that you can that that you get the chance to stay in the Cinderella suite. It's always been a dream and it actually speaking of dream, it was introduced during the Year of a Million Dreams, which is around 2007-2008, and um they would give away a night in the Cinderella suite to families. Um and it yeah, it's just it's that special. You cannot there is no price tag on the suite. It's just a very magical thing that you can win essentially. So, if you ever wanted to stay there, um no need to save any money because you just got <laughs> to try, try your luck i guess i don't know when they have a contest or a giveaway and so, so every once in a while
2: they will like invite guests to stay up there for an, a, a night like a celebrity or yes. someone usually yeah. around the time that the holiday filmings are happening right but it's invite only but there's a myth to a celebrity that was banned from Disney World property because they trashed the Cinderella suite i oh wait wh- who was this again justin bieber oh that's the that's a myth nobody's really confirmed it i have not been able to confirm it with my vip tour guide friends uh but the myth is that justin bieber was invited in for a night to the cinderella suite and he trashed the place and that's why he has not been welcomed back to walt disney world property since then oh okay Mm -hmm.
1: Hmm. the tea that i tell you here on this podcast i mean hmm i kind of believe it but and that old justin bieber i don't think new justin bieber would but no this was the this was the back partier in his justin yeah partier like that era
2: justin many yes. many years ago
1: yes yeah oh that's so interesting i mm-hmm. did not know about that okay well but again that's not a myth i do not have confirmation
2: about it but that's mm-hmm. just a little extra salt and pepper to add to yours as well
1: I like it. An <laughs> a bonus myth i like that <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so we're at number 14. What you got? Yes,
2: my number 14 is the myth that people believe that they can do Walt Disney World property in one day. As in like? Like they like think that really, they can really see everything. Oh, see like everything. First oh. time guest think that they can go to Walt Disney World and like, oh, we'll just pay for one park hopper day and we'll be able to cover everything. Yeah, no. Not, no, you, no, you not even possible. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So, um, yeah. So, what do we suggest, Megan, for Disneyland? Like, if it's the first time goer to Disneyland, how many how many days do we usually suggest to those people?
1: First time goer, I always say three, um, just yeah. to make sure you get. like everything that you want done you really could do it in two but that's if you know what you're doing um or you have a a tour guide or something three is the minimum i would say four you will absolutely get everything that you want done like for sure um so yeah three for first time but world mm, way more than that oh way way more like
2: double that at least At least like most people when they are first time comers here to Walt Disney World, if you're somebody that you want to dedicate one day to each park you're already looking at four days that doesn't include a rest day in between that doesn't include going back and going to see any other specific attractions that doesn't include Disney Springs no water parks no additional recreation you're looking at a minimum of five to seven days to even feel like you accomplish anything if you are a first-time comer and think that you want to cover Walt Disney World all in one day it's just not physically possible and even as somebody that lives here locally things change all the time and I haven't even experienced everything and I've done a lot but I haven't done everything (laughs) Mm -hmm. so yes yeah and debunking that myth
1: yep that's a a very very good one to debunk because anyone who is going for the first time or just needs to know that no you cannot do it in one day if you want to do one park in a day absolutely go nuts if you're like dying to go to Magic Kingdom or Epcot or something yeah sure one day but definitely not the entire resort Mm -hmm. so yeah um <clears throat> we actually did do it in one day. Um, not uh, like we didn't do everything, but my friend, uh, Jackie and I for her bachelorette, we, the last day we went to, I think Hollywood studios first. And then we decided to hop over to take pictures. No, no, no animal kingdom. Then we wanted to take more pictures at magic kingdom. And then I'm no, I'm getting my parks wrong. Hang on back up. Hollywood studios. <laughs> we started with, right? Sorry. <clears throat> we did everything there that we wanted to. It was like uh two by that time. We went over to Magic Kingdom to get some more pictures around, uh, quote unquote, golden hour. And wow. then we were like, we took our pictures. We didn't, Ma- Magic Kingdom. Sorry guys. That's my least favorite park, I think. And then, it's so um, similar to your Disneyland. It's just, it's, I got Disneyland, you know, I'm good with that. Except people mover. I love people mover. Um, but we know this. And so if you after to the Magic previous King- episodes about the attractions, you would know this, <laughs> you know, that's she's, she's one of my favorites. Um, and then, so we're like, okay, let's go over to Animal Kingdom. Why not? Because we didn't see Pandora at night during our Animal Kingdom day, right? So the two days uh-huh. before. So we're like, oh, let's go see Pandora at night. So we did that. And then we're like, wait a minute. We have three more hours. Epcot's still open for three more hours. Let's just go over to Epcot. And so we did it. Like, but, and we had so to go. to did all four parks accidentally. Accidentally. Because we were just like, <laughs> we haven't maximized our time. It's our last day. We didn't do it. We didn't, obviously didn't do everything. We didn't do a ride at Magic Kingdom, but... Um, I think, I think we, I did expedition to Everest while Jackie like waited for me off to the side cause she doesn't like that red. Um, but I would have been hanging that, out with Jackie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you can't, you can hit them all, but, and that was with the park hopper rule after 2 PM. So, but you can't uh, like wow. enjoy it all if that makes sense, you know? So it'll
2: be much more feasible after January 9th, once the park hopping True. earlier in the day begins. So very exciting.
1: Very True. exciting. You still won't be able to, to do it all, quote unquote. You right, know what I mean? do it yep. all in one day. That's right. Um, okay, so let's see. see. Where's my number We're on fourteen? Number here? thirteen, or did a, you, was that I your fourteen? I got I got fourteen still. Yeah. Oh yes, you got fourteen. Yes. Sorry, hang on one second.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, if you cannot tell, Megan is fighting off the end portion of a cold, so I'm she's turning sorry, off though. the microphone so that she can cough and not cough directly <laughs> into your ear. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to be courteous, y'all. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going back to Disneyland over here. One of, like, I don't know what happened on social media, but there was a video where Johnny Depp himself actually did go into Pirates of the Caribbean to promote his new movie a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, and he dressed up as Captain Jack Sparrow, and he was in the Captain Jack Sparrow scene. So he was there, and he was in the ride, said hi to guests off to the side, and apparently that became a thing where, like, people thought that Johnny Depp would actually be there in the ride. So, um, people, people just thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> but, like, no, he's not he, He's not going to show up probably again. Um, maybe, maybe to promote the next, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which is supposed to be a thing, I guess, in the next couple years. But, um... Just so, just so you all know, no, Johnny Depp will probably not make an appearance again inside the ride. That was a one-time thing, to, a one-time uh, thing. to promote. And what's so. funny is that
2: myth was around even before he actually showed up to the
1: attraction. Because uh, probably because people thought the animatronic looked so much like him,
2: right? And, and when the animatronic first premiered, he was the high tech animatronic at the time, and people thought he was so lifelike. So I could totally see where like, oh no, that was totally the actor, and yeah, yeah no, it's it's not. That was just a one time thing. People, it, it, it's not a regular occurrence. You would know. No, you would no, know. No,
1: no. <laughs> yes, you would know exactly. So and there is actually a very very good look alike face character that dresses up as Kevin Jack, Sp- Jack Sparrow walks around Disneyland. And he is, I, amazing. I mean, right. You've seen him on TikTok, right? He yes. looks just like him and it, it, it sounds just like him. It's crazy. The mannerisms. So the mannerisms are there. He is one of the best face, face characters that they have ever had in the parks. So yes, Hands that's it. pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Number 13. Lucky number 13, Danielle. Number 13. My my number 13 actually kind
2: of ties in with my number 14. So number 14, again, was the you can do Disney World in one day. But number 13 is that people think that nobody will be in the parks on holidays. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> OK. Another tip for everybody here. This is this is definitely a good point. Yeah. Um,
2: I cannot tell you throwback to when Danielle was a cast member right and picking up extra extra bonus shifts on the holidays like Christmas Eve Christmas Day and if hey if you wanted that overtime pay it was the one time that they would offer double time And I was like let's rack it in boys that's what we did and I got I was like I was working it so I cannot tell you how many random women women would just come up to my counter and just be almost in tears to be like why are all these people here this is Thanksgiving nobody nobody's traveling on Thanksgiving and I would have to lean, lean over the counter and be like Damn, you're here and you thought this would be a good idea. All these other 85 to 100,000 people all thought the same thing as you that this was a good idea. <laughs>
1: yep, y'all had the exact same thought. So,
2: <sighs> yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you guys, the holidays are some of the worst times to go to the parks. <laughs> That's just how it is because, like, like Danielle's saying, everyone has the same idea that oh, people are just gonna be celebrating at home, they're gonna be with their families. No, no. Uh, they take advantage of that thought and then they go to Disneyland and like it's swarmed with people. Christmas Day at Disneyland uh-huh. has historically been the day where they would close the gates and be like, we can't yes. accept any more people, and like people were like locked out. So, uh, do you now think
2: this is the one thing where I am like? Bless up for the reservation system because this has not happened. Right. That's the one benefit. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you that don't remember beforehand, and I know Megan can attest to this too, uh, for the Disneyland side, the the pre before the Panini days where we didn't have a reservation system for our park tickets. So you could go ahead and buy the park tickets. They would actually send out warnings. I know here at Walt Disney World, to the hotel guests that were staying on property saying, hey, on Christmas day and on like New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve in particular was bad, that you were going to notice in your hotel room while you were gone, that just a word of warning, if you enter into the park with your family and you leave and we hit max capacity, even even if your family is in the park, we will not let you in. Because it would reach that high of capacity level. So Disneyland's, it's just a, roughly around 85,000 people. Disney World's is closer to 100,000.
1: Yeah, and that level of crowded, uh, I can't even, I can't even tell you. Like, walking on Main Street on a normal, like, you know, at 3 in the afternoon is, like, shoulder to shoulder. It's that uncomfortable. So it would get to that level, and then they would have to say, we can't take any more people. So that historically has happened on Christmas and the days around Christmas. It will not happen... With the reservation system, for sure, because that's obviously what it's made for to prevent that. Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead and yeah. break hearts before they get here instead of crying at the front gates. Right, right. <laughs> Just to like just so you know, you can't count like two weeks beforehand. They're like, nope. <laughs> so if you want to at be so
2: before. I'm not saying you can't do it if you're a first time park goer or this is your first time way to travel do, to the parks during the holiday season. You can definitely try and do it, but just Word of warning, you're going to be there with a couple hundred thousand of your nearest closest friends that you have no relation to or idea who they are. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. That, uh, that is a fact. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, that, that is my, that is my number 13, Megan.
1: All right. I love it. Now, my number 13 is definitely, um, I guess a, a little bit of a spooky one on, on theme with number 13 it's that Walt Disney himself inspired uh, one of the busts in Honda Mansion because one of them does kind of look like Walt Disney I think it's yes. the one that has his head to the side and is like detached a little bit um, he's one of the deeper voices uh, and this um, there's a, there's not there's no truth to that uh, I don't know who actually inspired that bus, but um, Danielle you probably know it's <laughs> actually my number 12 <laughs> Oh, we sure, should. No way. <laughs> oh, yay! Okay, so we get to talk about it. Okay, okay. I can, ex- so, I can expand on it. I can expand. Okay, on. yay. Because I I do love uh, the singing bus in Haunted Mansion. They're one of my favorite parts of the ride um, and of like the movies and stuff. So um, anyways. Okay. So it's Danielle's number 12. I will let her take it away with the history. I love that.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. So here's more of the history aspect to that to that legend. So there for the longest time, and I even heard this as a kid, this, this rumor and the story, that it's specifically the bust that it's the head that's chopped off and it's like leaning off to the side and he has a mustache. So everyone thought that that bust since it had a mustache, it was Walt Disney mm-hmm. and that since it was his head was chopped off, it was to represent like Disney after he died. That is not true at all. So that is actually the projective the projected face of Thurl Ravenscroft who is I, I I know Danny, our producer. He was just getting really excited over on the edge because he is also one of the. So Danny, for a little bit of story, Danny is the other um, co-host for the for the Christmas countdown show, and he was here on the first episode, and. He is the uncredited voice of your mean one, Mr. Grinch, in the Grinch Christmas special. And some of you might actually recognize Thurl from his voice as Tony the Tiger saying, They're great. That's his voice, and that's his projected face onto that head. The more you know. And I love how your. Thirteen tied into my twelve so perfectly. That we I, didn't even plan that. That was exciting. We didn't
1: plan that. That's so awesome. Oh my gosh! I think I think did we have one of our um, Disneyland attractions also did yes. that or something like that? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, it was you know it was Kilimanjaro Safaris um, yes. from Disney World attractions. That is okay. That, thank you so much for I. I had like a little bit of knowledge on the history behind that or who actually did inspire that bust um or the voice sorry excuse me the voice behind it so Mm -hmm. thank you so much for providing that Uh, gosh gotta love Dapper Danielle um who can always either fact check you or give you all the knowledge on whatever you need Disney history wise so thank you for that that's the sad thing is
2: that it's a little too random I can't do it all the time it's just random really niche niche stuff
1: (laughs) but that is what we love about you Danielle and what we love about your brain um
2: (laughs) well what about your number 12 okay yeah so my
1: number 12 yes okay so um we have oh yes okay so the back to disney uh still in disneyland um this is involving the sword in the stone outside of please talk about the sword in the stone (laughs) (laughs) so i i don't know Everything about Mr. Sword in the Stone. They used to do a show with Merlin back in the day when Same. I was much younger where um, they would have a child. They would actually have, I think they would have an adult and then a child come up and try to pull the sword from the stone. Um, yes, and the adults, of course, try as he might, using all his muscles, would not be able to pull it, but the kid would and it would rise up from the stone and everybody would celebrate and be like, yay, you are King Arthur. Uh, and that show stopped uh, quite quite a t- some time ago, uh, but this sword still remains there and actually still can be pulled from the stone. Um, there, I know that there is a camera that sits right near in between Peter Pan and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride to your left if you're facing the castle and you're trying to pull the sword. It's to your left. It's got a green little lights that sits in a window, and I. I don't know if it if someone's actually controlling that camera and can see who's trying to pull it and at at random 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 times it will actually like rise up right it hasn't done that in so so long so i don't know if it's actually working to to, like right right now or if it's just like you know if it's just if it's just sitting there the light is still on the light is working right
2: And now, I have heard that that is partial myth, and that's what they've told people, but that is not actually how it operates.
1: Hey, that could be the the full myth, and, like, this sword is just literally sitting there, and people think that they can pull it. They think it can rise up. I have seen on TikTok, though, some people have pulled it in Magic Kingdom. I don't know about Disneyland. I really haven't seen a video of someone pulling it in Disneyland. Um, But Magic Kingdom, it has, like, actually come up in the last, Mm -hmm. like, year or two. Um, So... It's just the that that could be that is the myth that is that camera is that little light associated with because it, it is it's right there like what else could that be for do you know what I mean like it's sitting a directly <laughs> could be a security camera it could be security but like that's the only security camera I see besides the ones like you can kind of see them on the rides every now and then Um but yeah so that it, it is a it is actually a really big myth of Fantasyland because it used to be a part of the show and now it just kind of yeah. sits there and no one has really known if it actually can See, come up or not at Disney. The
2: Disney World's sword was used for so much longer because we had the, uh, what, they weren't called the citizens of the kingdom, but they were like um, members of Fantasyland that would roam around. They weren't like princesses or anything like that. They were just like members of the royal court mm-hmm. and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Very much like citizens of Hollywood or um, Main Street characters. And they would roam around and they hosted the... Sword pulling ceremony over in Magic Kingdom for the longest time. So, ours was mm-hmm. going and still actively works. But, yeah, yeah, no, I understand Disneylands is like, I've never seen it pulled. I haven't either.
1: Mm-hmm. And our Danny, producer, our producer's is pointing our producer at himself and he's is just it?
2: like, I, I pulled it. I pulled Danny it. Say he pulled I it. Did. That's a big deal. I did
0: when I was a kid. So, my dad, as I've shared, was a friend with the Dapper Dans, as, as we will say. Um, and he obviously was good friends with the band that played for merlin which fun fact they were called the make-believe brass was the name of that band. That. and so they knew me because i would go to shows that my dad would perform at that they would be a part of and so they called me out of the audience one day and i will never forget like the shock of watching the sword start to pull up as i was yanking on it as an eight-year-old child and i love that they used to give out a medallion which i'm sure danielle you've probably probably seen people on social media talking about (laughs) it but the day that i was there they were out of medallions so i got a proclamation um and like a polaroid picture with merlin however i went on splash mountain after i got the proclamation and i sat in the front row and on that drop inside that does sort of like the double dip all the water came oh, the, inside the log and soaked my entire proclamation, and I don't have it anymore. That's so sad. Yeah.
1: No! Oh, that's so sad.
0: I know. <sighs> it lives on in my heart, but uh, not in real life.
1: You still... Honestly, though, that's a really cool like memory and moment because that was that was like a, that was a while ago and i don't know a lot of people that got to do that i, I danny you're the first person i met that actually that i know really? that was able to do that as a kid i didn't know no i i i didn't do it um my brother my brother didn't get to do it so that's pretty cool that danny has a lot cool. of cool danny also has a key to toontown by the way which is like amazing
2: And I've done a TikTok on it. Feel free to go back and watch that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Danielle, I would love to see if you could either confirm or debunk this myth. My dad used to tell me that the way that they released the sword in the stone during the show was that Merlin wore a ring and it was magnetic. And when he tapped the stone, it released whatever was holding the sword and enabled somebody to pull it out of the stone.
2: Maybe... I could totally see that being what it is for Disneyland's Disney worlds operates differently, hmm. but just cause we had slightly <laughs> newer technology when it was installed. But <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. I'll look into that for you, Danny. I'll, du- I'll double
1: check.
0: Cause I've always wondered, I'm like, is that just something that my dad told me just to like, get me to stop asking questions? Um, or is that really the case?
1: Cause right. So only Merlin um, can release it.
0: Yeah, And he would tap the side of the stone and something about it released a magnet in there that enabled it to be pulled
1: a magnet when you pull it it feels like something is like hooked onto it like it's it moves it wiggles but you can't actually pull it up it's
0: actually a cast member underground holding on to it who's keeping it from
1: holding on to it for dear dear life that's the other myth
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway it was very very i'll see
2: if i can confirm that for you danny yeah please do we'll, we'll
0: chat about it maybe in a future bonus episode
1: uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's so awesome. Well, Danielle, I think we are we're at our number eleven. Our the number one that eleven did not and make it. Just under the wire. Now, before I get into my number eleven,
2: the one that did not make the list, again, I want to say thank y'all for so so much for sticking with us till this to this far into the bonus episode and again if you want to hear more bonus episodes uh you do either have to be a member of our patreon where you get a little something extra plus our bonus episodes or here on either spotify or apple you need to be a paid subscriber we do want you to be a regular subscriber also but to get the bonus episodes you need to be a paid subscriber and once you go ahead and click that do the free trial whatever you get all of the bonus episodes access immediately. So, yeah. very cool little features. Just want to throw that out there and uh yeah, so more cool stuff to come. But Who? Megan. Yes. This is the this is my number 11 that I told you was going to be like half history, half like myth to it. Okay. Right? I'm ready. So, the first the, the the fact part. So, a random Disney thing here at the end of the podcast that you probably don't care about, but I'm going to tell you anyway is that in 1959 right at the time like height of the um soviet union struggles all that other good stuff oh yeah Mm -hmm. so the soviet kind of similar to like the soviet prime minister uh Mm. i keep i'm gonna pronounce his name horribly wrong uh nikita Khrushchev was denied permission into disneyland during a state visit to the u.s oh right So he was, he was touring around. He was doing a, uh, like a a visit. He just finished visiting Eisenhower. And then he's like, I want to go see your Hollywood since you talk about this all in your American movies and whatnot. So he, Mm -hmm. he went over and he actually got a tour of the Fox studio, met Frank Sinatra. He met Bob Hope. He met all these other people. Uh, He got to see the filming of Can Can, the movie. And at lunch, so the rumor now, this is part part of the myth, but it's actually uh, said by Frank Snatcher and Bob Hope that Bob Hope kind of whispered over to his wife and said, hey, you should go check out Disneyland. You would probably really like it. <laughs> and so she told her husband, take me to Disneyland. And he's like to the government officials, take us to Disneyland. And the government for the U.S. said, no, no we we don't have a way of like controlling security around you guys because Disneyland is too popular. Right. Like there's too right. many people there. And this isn't in yeah. 1959. So like the park just opened in 55, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so it's it's still really popular, all this other good stuff. So he didn't get to it and he threw a hissy fit. Uh, like, yeah. It destroyed, it puts a sour taste in his mouth and all this other stuff. Now the myth part of it, is that Disney wanted him to come because he wanted to show off to the Soviet Union that Disney had its own private submarine fleet because of the submarine voyage ride. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And that Disney was upset that he couldn't do that because the U.S. government said, no, you couldn't go to Disneyland. What? So that's the myth that we we don't know if disney actually was upset that he couldn't show off his submarines uh but that that that's the myth associated act, with the,
1: the historical myth is event. disney's opinion yep. on it got it okay okay wow i feel like i heard that somewhere that a russian you know uh elite was denied access to disneyland back in the day mm mm-hmm. did not hear about that myth though that's pretty cool yeah. and that would be cool if that was true um I know, also right? Yeah, Disney stepping. I mean, I get it with the security, especially back then. Um, but yeah, that is, that's wild. There wasn't, security didn't even really exist to what it is today. You yeah, know? they, no, they definitely, yeah. Like where, what was security back then? We don't know. We, um, don't, we don't know.
2: VIP no, tour no. guides were still working it out. They didn't have like their own little
1: thing. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. And they like, people could just walk up and go in the gates, right? There was no checking bags. There was no... Like, I mean, that wasn't until after 9-11, really. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. So, what a weird exactly. time. That's, we only remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, random
2: thing, Megan. Another yeah. random thing. Did you hear that people are calling us Zillennials now? Yes. Which... That we have our own category within the Millennials and
1: Gen Z. We we're like, because we're, we're young. We're young Millennials. We're younger millennials. I did hear that. I thought that Zillennial was the one in between. Oh, no, we are. We are in between Gen Z and millennial, I guess. Yeah, right there at the edge. Yeah, yeah. Zillennials. <laughs> I know. mean, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it, too.
2: I, I I just thought of like, oh, what is it? Xeon or something like that from a Disney Xenon. channel. And I thought of Girl you and I was like, oh, century. I got to talk to Megan about this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zillennial. I'll, I love Xenon. I'll take it.
2: Anyway, continue with your number 11, Miss Megan.
1: Number 11. Okay, so I heard about this uh, because I, again, I'm, number one, a true crime fan. And I'm also, I definitely believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. And I hope to see one at Disneyland someday. Um, There is a... A myth a rumor a story what-have-you a legend that there is a little girl who haunts the grounds of California Adventure and this is due to an accident that occurred in the 80s where unfortunately a young girl lost her life um, uh, due to uh, one of the buses I guess something happened with a bus and the ghost the spirit of that little girl now haunts California Adventure because the California Adventure was built on a parking lot um, so there have been uh, sightings of her near the lockers. There have been sightings of her um, in Carsland. Land. And um, apparently she walks around uh, at night and some people have either spotted her in the corner of their eye or um, have actually seen her just um, wandering and, you know, walking around looking a little bit lost at night. So that is that is the myth. That DCA has a ghost. And, I love um, that. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about this, uh, I think, a few years ago. And so um, she's a seven-year-old girl from Santa Barbara. And she uh, unfortunately died on the site of California Adventure. So that's where she remains. And that's where she... Oh. I don't I want to say she haunts. I just say she, like... Because she's just doing her thing. She's um, just wandering around. She's just wandering around. She's just enjoying the park um so yeah she's just uh her spirit stays there apparently and that is that's the legend that's the story and there have been sightings oh, i love that right
2: yeah oh so good. that's a good creepy one to go ahead and end the podcast on for right like a little bit of spooky, a, a spooky season spooky
1: legend yes. <laughs> Spooky legend. yep um and a, the another a fellow content creator uh david vaughn actually made a video quite some time ago about about her and um he, so if you want to go back on his page, he's got, I think, two videos, part one and part two, about oh. our little girl ghost of DCA. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I didn't realize y'all, y'all had ghosties over there. We do have some ghosties. Uh, I think we have, there's also one apparently in Space Mountain. Um, I think I've heard about the Space Mountain one. Yeah, yeah. At, at, late at night, um, he actually will take a seat next to you sometimes. Uh, people, have, people have reported sitting next to a, a spirit. If they're like single rider,
2: <laughs> I mean, um, if
1: I ride on that ride, my spirit
2: leaves its body, so I could say it just goes right there next <laughs> to me. I could see that.
1: <laughs> Our spirits go together. There they are. <laughs> just, <ooh. laughs> um. So yeah, I, we have we have one. We have uh, a few. I think I don't know if there's one in pirates. That might just be you with with George. Yeah. Um, we have quite a few weird
2: ghosties in cursed areas here in Florida but again it's swampland that we built on anything anything could have happened over here
1: beforehand that's true that's true you never know so anyways there's my number eleven I thought I would end on an uh, end on a spooky note for the season I think spooky. that is a great one that that was that
2: Thank was you. a good good list megan uh i Thank I liked you. both of our things I love that my. You're 13 and my 12 lined up with each other so perfectly. I thought that was great. That was so great. Totally by accident, and I love when those do happen. Also in previous episodes, I love when that happens.
1: Me too. Me too. Yes, yes. great minds think alike. <laughs>
2: well, again, magical y'all- minds think alike. Ah, oh, yes. Magical Minds. Like, I love that so much. <laughs> well, thanks again, y'all, for stick around and listening to the end of the episode. And we will see y'all next time where we're going to be covering... Uh, M- Danny, can I go ahead and tell them what our next yeah. theme is going to be? Yeah, not, Danny's nodding off in the corner.
0: We're giving them everything at this point, so why not?
1: <laughs> this is, it's oh, a please, da- all right
2: Danny. Now. We do, we do appreciate your opinion. We're not gonna just go ahead and say like, oh, this is the Danielle and Megan show. You're the one doing the hard work at the back end. <laughs> So our next episode that we do want you to tune into is we are going to be breaking down our favorite Disney spooky songs, our, our favorite songs, anywhere from attraction songs to villain songs, all, all the Halloween themed songs. So we're going to be visiting the music era again, which I know a lot of our, our followers really, really enjoyed when we talked about our personal favorite countdowns. And now we're doing more of a themed countdown. So I think this is gonna be fun
1: can't wait can't wait very very halloween yeah very halloween yes i already like i I think i have my list already and this is the earliest i've ever done that so this is a big deal (laughs) (laughs) y'all i'm excited to hear it i'm ready i'm ready well thank you guys again so much for listening we will see you all next time and until then have a very magical day
2: and night night sleep tight dream of churros tonight